This is Bob. Hey, Bob, it's Eric. How are you, my friend? Eric, good. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I have an opportunity this week uh, to uh, present um, our line range of products and services to one of the nation's great creative um, universities. And I'm not going to go into who it is. But it's a, it's a force to be reckoned with. It has been recognized um, internationally, really, for decades as a creative powerhouse serving the okay. creative industries and the creative economy. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it because so often it seems when I'm working with clients who really need to embrace the notion of innovation and creativity to pull themselves out of the blur of their competitors that it's just kind of lost on them. Um, what's your take on how creative and innovation is expressed in higher education today? Well, you know, if you would ask our creative staff, they would say, I'm the last person you should talk to about creativity. <laughs> okay. But having said that, I've never really believed them, but they believe it. You know, it gets, the underlying question is, what does the college need to do to stand apart from its competitors in ways that target audiences will notice? And it may, in fact, be great creativity. You know, if you look at... Uh, uh, you know, all the Super Bowl ads, for example, are touted as great creativity. Mm-hmm. It may, in fact, be a great product. I mean, Apple, if the ads are okay, it doesn't spend that much money on marketing. All it does is come up with great products. Mm-hmm. So whether those are innovative or not, I mean, I guess the marketplace will tell you. But the under the under uh, the underpinning of that question is, what does it take to stand out? And you know, creativity is generally I've always looked at it as something that should be part of your DNA. I and mean, there's there's nothing more frustrating than have a really creative concept driving a great campaign and then they show up on campus and it's just vanilla. Yeah. Yep. So it it really needs to be part of who you are. At the same time, you know, a great creative concept can buy you a certain amount of time, give you a certain amount of presence in the marketplace so that you can get some other assets in place. Right. Um you know, we could probably both name colleges that brought in a new president. He or she was extremely great at fundraising, friend raising, attention grabbing, and while they were doing that, they were hiring better faculty and building buildings and, you know, getting sort of the back office in order. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've uh, I've been impressed. Um, well, maybe depressed is a more accurate <laughs> accurate word that. This economy has really challenged a lot of uh, marketing and recruitment and fundraising operations um, because their budgets take hits. You know, if, if um, tuition revenues don't come in, some leadership teams choose to do across the board, you know, 5, 10, 15 percent budget cuts. And yeah. um, that's kind of a little bit of crazy uh, when you start cutting, <laughs> when you start cutting, you know, that which influences your revenue stream most directly. Um, but I've, I've found myself telling folks, you know, when, when money is tight, uh, the opportunity to be creative has never been better and, and frankly, more appropriate. Uh, when, when, you, when you're challenged for resources, you better make sure that your ideas are big and bold and audacious and that they do stand out because you don't have a lot of money to throw at ex- executing. So you better make sure that the, 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 the main idea that you're executing on is one that's going to grab people's attention in and of itself. Um, I just wish I could get more more 
colleges. Well, you know, you're right. The, you know, the old formula for advertising was frequency and reach. Yeah. It's basically driven by how big your ad budget is. You know, and I'm not sure there's a formula for advertising or creativity, but if there is one, I would hope like crazy the word engagement is somewhere in it. Right, right. If you look at, uh, you know, content management and all that other kind of stuff, it's all about creating content or maybe curating content that captures the attention mm-hmm. of the reader, of the viewer, of the listener, or whatever the case may be. So it's not about adding more stuff. And when I had this conversation with the client today, I said, how can what, you know, we got to make sure that what you want to do isn't just adding more to the din. Yes. Because, frankly, we're learning how to ignore the din. We, you know, slap on our, you know, sound-bending headphones or whatever, and off we go to the races. But how can you contribute to the conversation? And, you know, creativity and innovation are not the same thing. Good creative is innovative, but not all innovation is creativity. Yeah. But one I sort of sense is a little bit more tactical than the other. One is probably a little bit more strategic. One is a little bit more enduring. Um, the challenge with great creative, as soon as you do something, all a competitor needs to do is, you know, they can write a check and do great creative too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. who are you as an institution and how can you – you have to be worthwhile at that level. Then how can you use great creative – to create that awareness so people say, wow, tell me more. Yep. Yep. And, you know, back to your comment about the DIN, um, I think I think this notion of pumping, pummeling the world with, with more content just for the sake of getting something out there is really draining um, a lot of uh, marketing operations um, in and out of higher education. And unless there's some sort of a strategy that helps an institution decide what not to pump out as much as what to pump out to make sure that the, the content that they're delivering is, is brand-aligned, um, uh, that's absolutely essential to, to communicating and, and engaging people because you're right. Too much uh, content, just like too many academic programs, uh, causes people to kind of Shut her down. Put on those headphones. Walk away yeah, and find something know, simpler. It's only communication if they respond. <laughs> if they don't respond, it's just noise. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm thinking of other words. <laughs> <laughs> what um, connecting creativity and innovation is, is, is sort of that entrepreneurial spirit to try new things. Is your sense uh, that um, you know in this economy uh, that, that you know is changing by the minute? Are college and university leaders, particularly presidents and chancellors, but throughout the senior leadership teams and into the director ranks, are, are you seeing more innovation, more entrepreneurial spirit in terms of how they do what they do, rethinking how they do what they do to um, to differentiate uh, and, and to sort of demonstrate why they are special to the marketplace? Or is that entrepreneurial spirit kind of waning? Oh, I'd, I'd love to say I'm seeing more. Um, I've, I've definitely seen more at the edges. You know, mainstream higher education is so concerned with staying mainstream. You know, give me the school that is rolling the dice. You know, they have $40 million in endowment to decide, you know what, we're not going to save this for a rainy day. We're underwater. We're going to take a chunk of this and roll it. You know, be thoughtful, yeah. but we're going to roll the dice. You know, give me a president who is non-traditional. She came up not necessarily from the academic side, or give me a president who came up from the academic side, 
but look through the windshield rather than the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's out there. It's not rare, but it's not typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think we have to embrace that in our roles, uh, and and we have to encourage our colleagues, you know, in and out of the academy to to uh, in the face of all the tumult that's defined higher education category right now. We can't give up on that because that's why colleges and universities were brought into existence in the first place is to encourage yeah. that entrepreneurial, innovative, creative spirit. And I think, you know, entrepreneurialism and innovation, you know, it almost occurs at a, a competitor set level. I mean, what is entrepreneur? You know, if a college has got a three or four competitors and they're basically vanilla, Joe Bag of Donuts, all the same, <laughs> their idea of entrepreneurialism may be a little bit different than the you know, a college is competing on an international or national stage. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Uh, you know, we still get calls all the time. We're thinking of, you know, we're entrepreneurial, we want to go online. And I'm going like, that ship has sailed. <laughs> or start an MBA program. Start an MBA program. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're going to put a campus in Phoenix. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going like, yeah, okay, been there, done that. Don't these people read? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> oh. And on that on that high note, we're going to wrap up. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate your time. Okay. You take care. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.